Evolutionary.org presents the Underground Radio Podcast with your host, Hardcore Steve, the Monster, and Mobster, the UK Beast. Prepare for the show in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Evolutionary.org Underground Supplements episode number 7. You guys have been pushing us to do more supplement episodes, so we're bringing you another supplement one. And today we're going to talk about why you need testosterone boosters in PCT. So first off, let's talk about the science a little bit. That's what we do on this podcast. We bring you the science. We bring you the facts as much as we can. And then we add in our opinions and our suggestions along with it. So when you're on cycle, you know, a lot of guys, they come on the forum, they say, oh, my girlfriend said my my, my balls are strong. Well, why, do, why does that happen on cycle? Well, because... Your Leydig cells aren't getting fed hormones anymore when you're on cycle. You're getting exogenous hormones. So your pituitary glands get signaled to no longer produce its own hormones. Why should it? You're getting too much of it. So your hormones start shutting down and they no longer produce the LH and the FSH which stimulates your lytic cells. So your balls are going to slowly shrink as you're on cycle. Now, some of you will notice a big shrinkage where it gets the size of raisins. Some of you may notice a little bit. Some of you may not notice anything, but it's happening. It's happening. Whether you notice it or not, it's still happening. And there's ways that we can boost our ball size. But just because your balls don't shrink on cycle doesn't mean when you come off, you're not going to be shut down and you're not going to be suppressed. And just because you're running something on cycle, whether it be, you know, some type of hormone to, to mimic LH in the body and make your balls plump back up, doesn't mean that's going to help you in PCT either. In fact, and we're going to talk about it on the podcast, it can have a, a definitely, it will, not it can, it will set you backwards. So it's very important to run your post-cycle therapy correctly. And if you don't, there's going to be a host of issues. So look, at the end of the day, when you use anabolic steroids, I don't care if you're using a TRT dose, 100 milligrams of testosterone a week, 90 milligrams of testosterone a week, the smallest TRT dose, I don't care if you're doing sports TRT. I don't care if you're cruising. I don't care if you're blasting cruising. I don't care if you're cycling 12 weeks and coming off you're going to get shut down. That's what anabolic steroids do. The only anabolic steroid out there that has been shown to not cause shutdown in some people is provirin. And provirin, I consider more like a drug than an actual hormone. That's just the way it was structured. So any other anabolic steroid, I don't care if it's Trend, Test, Anavar, Primo, Whatever it is, the misconception out there is that, oh, Primo doesn't shut you down. Anavar doesn't shut you down. Dianable shuts you down. Trend shuts you down. Deca shuts you down. These others don't. That's all bro science. Those are people who don't run blood work and they don't really understand how to read their blood work. So they think, oh, these steroids. Look, every steroid, I don't care if it's Primo. I don't care what it is. We know the longer you stay on steroids, the more shut down that you're going to be, the and the more the more hard it's going to be to come back. I, I don't want to say the more shut down you're going to be. That's not what I mean. Because anytime you use anabolic steroids, you're going to get shut down. When you're on them for a few weeks, 
they're going to shut you down. Now, some of them will shut you down quicker than others. That is true. But overall, they will all eventually shut you down. It doesn't matter what you're using. And no, you can't use testosterone on a cycle and prevent shutdown. That's another bro science that needs to stop because it's hurting people and it's bad advice. So I don't care what you run. I don't care how long you run it. You need a PCT. That's the bottom line. If you want to recover your HBTA and have your balls come back properly and be able to produce your own hormones and be able to produce your own modal sperm for fertility reasons, you need to do a PCT properly because that's going to help you. So Monster, I'll bring in, uh, talk about the first topic, what happens on cycle to your HBTA, get into it a little bit more. And then we're going to transition into why we need and recommend a PCT. Do you know what, Steve? I mean, I, the, the, the word that sprung to mind while, while you were just talking was semantics, you know, because you're going to get guys and even with the blood test and whatever else. And, 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 and the best that they can actually argue is a question of degrees. Right? <laughs> but ultimately, suppression is suppression is suppression. If you want to argue how suppressed you are, if you want to say, oh, I've, I, I, and this is how crazy in this argument could get, Steve, if you wanted to argue that you were still producing, uh, you know, good, healthy sperm in the millions versus in the hundreds of thousands, or as Steve said, if you went and had a blood test and it showed that you were still producing some uh, at lower levels, at way lower levels than normal of your own natural production. The argument comes down, and then that's just semantics, because as Steve said, and I'll agree with him, and, and maybe those people that like to argue these things, it's a question of uh, enjoying the argument and saying stuff like, and I've actually seen the bro science on this, and I've got, I made a note here, Steve, saying do not listen to outliers, where someone will say, oh, they don't need to run an AI iron cycle, they don't need to do this, they don't need to do that, and their blood test proves it, and I wouldn't say in the nicest possible way. Motherfucker, you're one in 100,000. The other 999,999 will need to run a PCT. They will need something like a test booster. They will need to do the things that we're going to recommend today, purely and simply. I mean, and this is how crazy this kind of stuff's got, Steve. Because the use of T, aka testosterone, has become way more popular, and I have to say, from my old man point of view, way more popular, so it would seem, from a younger age, and the arguments with regards to pollution and stress and life and whatever else, making it more popular for that particular reason, just as a life enhancement, never mind for bodybuilding purposes, people's kind of psychology, and I'm going to get into that later on as well, as, as allow them to say, oh, I want to do this. I'm not going to worry about that. I'm going to almost, and I'm going to, I use this phrase in a pre-show with Steve, I'm almost going to bury my head in the sand when it comes to the effects that this is having on my body. And again, that's just semantics, guys, because sometimes, and I use this on the forum all the time, Steve, when we're looking at certain particular questions, and it's not just this particular subject, but other subjects, you have to ask yourself why the person wants to do what they want to do why, for example, they seem to be happy with taking certain particular risk, why they don't want to minimize those risks, and so on and so forth. So for me, I would say, and I hope the, the majority of listeners agree on this, you want to do the best you possibly can 
on cycle in terms of your gains, your strength, how you look, and so on and so forth. And when you come off cycle, as much as you possibly can for the longest possible time before, for example, you might have to go on TRT, you want to do the absolute best you possibly can to recover from the impact that anabolics with PEDs have had on your body. And that's just from a pure health point of view. That might be just for the mouse psychology of the size of your nuts. It might be because some of you, you kind of ignore the possibility that you might get a girlfriend and want to have kids and therefore you want viable sperm and so on and so forth. And so we older guys giving you this kind of advice, turn around and say, hang on, right, this is the reason why you should think like this. You're not doing it now because you're younger. Uh, you're more of a risk taker. You have other things going on in your life. There are other things you've got to identify that might help you. For example, you know, uh, sometimes with anabolic steve, you can have a crap diet and still have a really good result. But you'd have had better results if you'd have had a good diet. Sometimes having a crap diet and a stressful lifestyle, a nagging wife, uh, working in a polluted environment will suppress your testosterone levels from where they would be is if they, you were less stressed, more healthy, eating better, and so on and so forth. So it's all bigger picture stuff as well, Steve. But ultimately, the advice that we want to give you is where you will recover as much as you possibly can, as best you possibly can, with good health markers, time off in between cycles, long PCT, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so therefore, we're talking about 10, 15 years of training, great recovery, and so on and so forth. There may well come a point, and we've probably covered this in other podcasts already, Steve, where TRT is something you can do, we can advise you on, and that's just another sort of addition to the quality of life that you can have as an older gentleman. But again, what's our target audience, Steve? 18 and 25. So when it comes to using anabolics, 25 to 30. So guys, you should be your absolute prime of life. And we're going to try and do our best with our advice to try and keep you there for as long as possible. And especially when it comes to recovering from using PEDs, Steve. So very important to understand on the next topic, why we need to recommend PCT. So first off with PCT, look, PCT is not magic. All right. You've got people out there who pretend that PCT is going to magically recover you. And look, if that was the case, we wouldn't have millions of people on TRT and thousands of people every day going on TRT, all right? Steroid users and non-steroid users alike. So PCT isn't going to be a magic cure. If you've got no, it, it, look, if your pituitary glands are completely burned out, they're burned out. You're, you're not coming back. I don't care how much of a PCT you use. So right off the bat, that's the honest truth that you're not going to get on other podcasts because other podcasts, they want to sell you things. They want to sell this, sell that, sell you this, sell you that. It's not what we do here. We're going to tell you the facts, but here's, the, here's, the, uh, here's another fact for you. When you cycle steroids correctly, the way mobster and I have, you can keep a healthy HPTA well into your forties, fifties, and even sixties as mobster is showing. There's no need. Now, will Mobster and I go on TRT one day? Probably. And I'll probably start taking HGH as well once I get up to Mobster's age. Maybe. You know, it just depends. But in the meantime, there's no reason to blow out your HPTA. You see guys who are 20, 25 years old blowing out their HPTA all the time. Why is that happening? Part of a proper PCT is going to be to run a proper cycle, 12 weeks or less, and to come off 
at least twice that amount of time. That's part of your PCT too. It's not just what you do in that four, six, or eight weeks when you come off cycle. What you do during your PCT is important. What you do after your PCT is important. And what you do in the future over the next six months, year, two years is also important. If you run four or five cycles a year and you're not giving yourself enough time to recover, you will blow out your HPTA in no time. And you'll have to go on TRT the rest of your life. A PCT won't save you. So don't take our advice on PCT and then come back six months from now and be like, oh, I listened to you guys and I my, my HPTA is, is done. I'm, I'm, I got no LH, I got no FSH. And I'm not producing any testosterone on my own. Well, that's your fault. Because you ran a 20-week, 25-week cycle, which isn't a cycle. That's just staying on. And then, or you blast and cruise for six months or a year, you just stayed on. Of course, you're going to burn out your pituitary gland. So it's very important, first off, to run your cycles correctly. 12 weeks on, 24 weeks off needs to be what you do. And that's hard to do for a lot of people because the psychological effects of running steroids is there. I don't want to lose my gains. Well, you're going to have to take two steps forward, one step back. That's just, there's... It, when it comes to progressive overload, you don't improve in a linear fashion. If that was true, Monster and I would be 600 pounds and the most muscular people on the planet. It's not true. You have to take two steps forward, one step back. It's normal in PCT to give back some of your strength and some of your gains. You shouldn't be losing it all, but you should be losing some. That's an important part of PCT. That's a survival mechanism. And that's a health mechanism to keep you healthy and alive. You can end up like Rich Piana and Dallas McCarver and Austin Lloyd and all these guys and Jerry Ward, all these people who were foolish and they had bigorexia and they decided, I don't want to PCT. I just want to stay on year round and I want to keep getting bigger and bigger and stronger and stronger. Eventually, it's going to catch up to you and kill you. So part of PCT as well, mobster, before you bring you in is accepting that it's okay and healthy to take a step back. Because at the end of the day, once you get mobster and Mai's age, you're going to be in a better place than you are being in a graveyard, correct? So that's going to be what's very, very important before we get into deep on why so that you know that's why we need a PCT. That part of doing the PCT is taking a step back and getting your body back healthy again. It's not just about, I got to get my balls plumped up or I got to get my libido up. That's not yeah. all that PCT is all about. There's a bunch of reasons we need PCT. And the biggest one, in my opinion, is survival. How do we survive as a bodybuilder? Our heart, our, our, our liver, our kidneys, they take a beating when we're on cycle. So it's very, very important to do it the right way. Go ahead, Monster. Let me give you one example, which I think is probably going to grab our listeners' attention more, more than anything else you and I have just said. And I talk about this from the point of view sometimes on the forums of uh, training, and I talk about it from the point of view of nutrition. And I say, for example, the reason why guys lose their gains when they come off of the, the cycle, Steve, is because... They haven't adapted their training. They, they haven't reset the point, the base point, if you like, of training. They haven't reset 
the base point of nutrition. So, for example, the training that they've done during a cycle was sufficient to add muscle. The training they do off cycle is not enough to keep the muscle they just gained. And again, this will be as much of the gains as possible. Nutrition is the same again. On cycle, absolutely amazing. On point, brilliant, et cetera, et cetera. Super clean, steak and veggies, yada, yada, yada. Come off cycle and they slip back. They slide back. And then they lose some of their mass and they lose some of that mass. In fact, sometimes they, all of the mass they gained on cycle because the nutrition was poor. So here's another great reason for doing the PCT, guys. If you enable your body to recover from the cycle, and we are talking about st stuff in the forms of outside testosterone, which is pushing your body to add muscle, pushing your body to look more muscular and be stronger and so on and so forth. The great reason for doing PCTV is to keep some of your fucking gains. Seriously. If you can get the body with nutrition and training and the hepta recovery as much as we possibly can, you will keep more of the gains. You've got the health thing that Steve talks about, and that really ought to be number one. But let's be honest, Steve, I suspect that's number two. Number one would be keeping my muscle that I added, looking at least as close as I possibly can to as good as I did on cycle, being stronger than when I started the cycle and keeping as much of that strength. So that's, that's probably... For most people, because that's the reason why you're using steroids, etc., in the first place, that's probably number one reason. Keeping as much as you possibly can of what you gain, the benefits you had from the cycle, and keeping those benefits. And again, 100% will be absolutely amazing. And on that basis, like Steve said, we'd be 600 pounds. But keeping that muscle, keeping that strength, keeping some of the look that you got on cycle is a great reason for doing a proper PCT and a great reason for using products that boosts your testosterone on cycle, uh, off cycle, Steve. So back to you. All right. So let's get into more about what PCT is. So another misconception out there, and this, this one will never die, is people think that PCT is designed to restart EHPTA. And that's just not the case. Your own body has to restart itself. The purpose of PCT is to give you a soft landing. So if you've ever run a cycle and not done any sort of PCT, I'll explain to you exactly what happens. What happens is you'll come off, the hormones that are in your system will ride for a few more weeks, on, depending on what esters you use. If you use longer esters, they'll be in your system for weeks after, three, four, even five weeks after, even six weeks after, depending on what you use. If you're using short esters, it's a couple weeks. All right. If you're using just orals, it might be like a week, week and a half. Once it's out of your system, now your own body doesn't produce any hormones at all. So you got no hormones left. You're using these exogenous hormones for X number of weeks, and now they're gone out of your system. So now what's your body left with? Nothing. Your body isn't producing its own hormones. Your body isn't receiving any hormones exogenously. So what happens is, that's called a crash. So you go from having sky high androgens and hormones in your system to now you've got nothing in your system. So that is where you start bleeding away muscle. You start bleeding away strength. Your libido crashes. Your mood gets bad. You get depressed. A lot of bad things can happen. And you can combine that with having a high estrogen because you're on uh, compounds that aromatize. So now you've got excess estrogen floating in your system. 
So you now you've got excess estrogen and, and very low male hormones in your system. So of course you're going to feel horrible. So that's why a lot of people, you know what? They say, you know what? Screw this. I'm just going to stop using PCT. I don't want to do PCT anymore. It makes me feel like shit, you know? So just, just stay on steroids. They're like, I don't want to do this. They get their blood work done. Their test levels are like 150 nanograms per deciliter, which is what an 80-year-old's test should be, you know? So they give up on it. So the purpose of PCT is to avoid that crash and avoid all that feeling and avoid all that mess. That's one. That's step one to what PCT does. So PCT, it's just like jumping out of a 20-story building. And you can either land on a nice cushioned 10-foot mat that cushions you really good. And maybe you'll end up spraining a wrist or spraining an ankle when you land. Or maybe you might break a bone or something at worst. Without that mat there, you crash on the concrete. Now you're going to end up in the hospital with a ton of broken bones and worse, right? So that's the difference between giving a soft landing and giving a hard landing. So if you do the PCT properly, not only will you get a soft landing, but you won't get much of an effect where you see you feel that crash and you see that crash where your 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 strength and your muscle that you've worked hard for all cycle doesn't just disappear. So it's very important to do a post-cycle therapy for that reason. If you go cold turkey and just come off the steroids and don't have a PCT into place, you'll feel good for a few weeks because those esters are still in your system. Then when they leave your system, guess what's going to happen? It's going to be like a 180. You'll just like over the course of two or three days go from feeling good to feeling absolutely horrible. And it's going to be the worst feeling you felt in your life. So it's very, very important you, that you have a PCT into place. So I highly recommend doing a post-cycle therapy after every cycle. It's definitely worth it. And it's going to pay off in the long run as well. Bobster, why do you think we need and recommend PCT? Go ahead. Yeah, pretty much what you just said, Steve. I mean, I actually think some of what we've been talking about is very dose dependent. So it's going to be in my <laughs> And you know that I'm a low dose kind of guy. If I was to suddenly go from under a gram, which is every single cycle I've ever run, to three grams, four grams a week, to, you know, that's 12, 14, 15, 16 mil, crazy amounts that we hear people that we know use, never mind quote unquote professional type cycles, competition type cycles, and then <laughs> came off cycle. I can just imagine just how bad the crash would be. And I think, and I kind of get it. I get it. I get it why guys go, do you know what? I'm going to stay on. I get what, because they won't, I mean, again, a big part of what my thought process today, Steve, is a psychology and it's male psychology, not female psychology, because of the risk taking part is actually ironically, Steve, connected to testosterone. We may, Men may more likely to be risk takers. We may look like it's a roll of dice when it comes to our bodies, when it comes to drugs and so on and so forth. And that is the male psyche, which is connected to T, connected to testosterone. So I can just imagine how goddamn awful I would feel compared, for example, to a lower dose cycle. How much longer it's going to take me to recover from a high dose cycle to a low dose cycle. And even with suppression on both cycles, I'm just making it easier for myself to recover. So like Steve said, 
if it was a magic wand, if there was a singular drug or supplement that you could take that literally, for want of a better phrase, restarted everything back to where it was pre-cycle, it would sell like gold dust, Steve. We would be all over it and it'd be $200 a bottle. And we just we would absolutely rave about it on this podcast and every other bastard that we know would do the same. Absolutely. But it doesn't exist. We wish that it did. So therefore, we, we do the best that we possibly can to, A, as Steve says, soften the blow so we don't feel goddamn awful. And here's a great example of that, Steve. I've talked about how, uh, to use the phrase, if you're a low-T kind of guy, going on testosterone can make you feel amazing, like an ass kicker a politician, a leader of men, da 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 da, da. Therefore, coming off, when, when you've got that suppression, when you're waiting for everything to kick in, it's going to make you feel, for want of a better phrase, Steve, like a pussy. And, oh, I don't feel like that. How amazing does I feel on? So, yeah, that soft landing that Steve said is a fantastic idea. That's number one. Number two, of course, is being as healthy as possible, encouraging every part of an endocrine system that's involved, a.k.a. the HBTA, in the production of testosterone and what makes us men. And, and, and even for women, a, a small amount of testosterone, of course, is useful. So having that recovery after cycle and getting, for want of a better phrase, a kickstart, and again, that's a slightly exaggerated when I use that term, uh, to get everything moving again, to get everything recovering again, and the time, sometimes it's just as simple as time, that's the reason why we have a PCT. Absolutely. Now, we could argue, and people do, and I've probably been guilty of this, Steve, not running the best possible PCT that we can. But let me just touch on our psychology for a second. So one of the things that comes from the PCT, and this is literally one singular aspect, and Steve touched on it, and I've touched on it earlier on, and that would be ball size. And guys connect their virility from the size of their testicles. And in reality, that's not how it works. You could be fucking every woman with a pulse within 40 miles and have the world's smallest testicles, and you could have the world's biggest testicles and be on your own <laughs> playing with your dick in some back room somewhere. It's not really connected with it, but our psychology is such that there's a huge connection there. And how many times, Steve, have we seen guys that have run a cycle, not run a PCT or run a really bad one or, or, or left it when they should have run it and go, guys, you need to get on it straight away. Da, 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 da. And the conversations, boyfriend or girlfriend saying, you know, can't believe the size of your balls. And the worst example you'll get on that, and again, it's a psychological thing, is that they're convinced, and I find it hard to believe, but I really don't want to see the photographs that are proof, that their testicles are shrunk down to the size of raisins. In reality, I suspect they've had testicular shrinkage. It feels like they've got a lot smaller. I can't imagine they've actually shrunk to that size. But the psyche, the effect on your sense of self, is a huge reason why you should run a PCT, an absolutely massive one, Steve, if only for the size of your testicles. And again, like Steve says, I, I'm not keen, and I'm thinking of HCG here, Steve, specifically on the idea of plumping my testicles just because if they're not actually, with everything else in my endocrine system, I have to producing testosterone and not actually producing sperm. They're not actually doing what they're supposed to be doing. They just give the illusion that they are. So it isn't just a singular thing, really, but it is one aspect that's super, super important to guys who are listening to this podcast today. So that, if they're for no other reason, again, that is a perfect reason why you should run a proper PCT and do the absolute best you possibly can to look after yourself 
if only for the size of your testicles, but in reality for multiple other reasons that we've already touched upon, like your health, like your future ability to have children, like your ability to come back, recover from a cycle. And here's a great example again, Steve. Actually get more out of the next cycle. Because you've fully recovered, because your body's as healthy as possible, people don't think about that. How many of us know, know from personal experience, how amazing the first cycle was? What sometimes happens, as Steve touched upon earlier on, is they go back on cycle quicker because they want more of those gains. They want more of that look. They want more of that sense that they had. And so, therefore, you're actually improving, I think, Steve, the ability to have as good a a set of gains and results that you might possibly have from the next cycle if you've done the absolute best you possibly can to recover from the last one. Now, I don't think you're ever going to get those first gains, real, uh, first cycle gains, but you might get close to it, Steve. And you're certainly, in my opinion, and again, there's no science on this particular one, Steve, that you certainly improve the opportunity to get as best you possibly can from the second cycle, from the first cycle, and so on by being fully recovered because your body's healthy, because your testicles, uh, everything's working, uh, because your natural testosterone's great, and so on and so forth. And so, again, that's connected with stuff like time off, it's connected with PCT, it's connected with your actual health. And uh, even arguably, Steve, one more thing, and this actually I think I want to touch upon, on the uh, sense of self again. So being fully recovered after the life cycle, being back to what makes you you, and having that full sense of that being back to where you are in terms of yourself with the new muscle, with the new strength, to my point, thinking, Steve, is an absolutely a benefit. Because, again, guys, you can then get lost in being on cycle and only looking the way that you do because of the cycle and only being as hench or as muscular or as strong because of the anabolics. And that, that way lies staying on, that way lies cruising and blasting and so on and so forth. And therefore, if you have to come off, if there's a reason you run out of money, if you lose your job and whatever else, and you can't afford the anabolics, you absolutely have to come off. And you can't do a PCT because you ran out of money to run anabolics, never mind a PCT. Now you're going to be kind of screwed again. So this is another reason for and something else. One more thing. And this is something I talk about all the time. Guys, while you might leave something on the table, there's always another opportunity for another cycle at some point in the future. If you can afford two or three now, pay for two or three now, but run one and use that money or put the anabolics to one side ready for the next cycle and the cycle after. Think of long-term health, long-term games, long-term in the game. So there's a little thing there. That's, again, one of those old man pieces of advice for you, Steve. Why don't we talk about the mistakes that we see in PCT? And number one, and I've said it already, is not running one. And we've seen this just this morning, and I mentioned it to Stephen in a pre-show. I'm not going to mention the member's name. He's a new member on the forums, and he said he'd just come off, I think, 12-week cycle. I'm going to say, Steve, it was eight weeks post-cycle, and I haven't run a PCT. And the phrase his apparent girlfriend had used was, his dick's going to fall off and his balls are shrunk. What can I do? So number one would not actually be running it. So talk about some, in your opinion, Steve, some of the more common mistakes that people do in when, when they do a PCT by making it an improper one, by not doing it properly. So one of the, you know, the first big mistake uh, that people are making is they go into PCT with sky high estrogen. So what you do on cycle will 
help or hurt you once you go into PCT. So if you go into PCT with sky high estrogen, you're already setting yourself back. And the reason for that, if you think about it, it's very, very simple. High estrogen is inverted with, you know, to, to testosterone. So if you have high estrogen, you're going to have a low testosterone. When you're on cycle, you can have high estrogen and high testosterone. Okay, because the anabolic steroids themselves, they overlap that. But in a natural state, without using exogenous hormones that you're putting in your body, that's not going to be the case. So back in the old days, they would crash their estrogen ahead of PCT, and they'd go into PCT in really, really shitty mood because of that. But now we don't have to do that. Now we have a lot more flexibility. We have... Uh, aromatase inhibitors that we can use on cycle, aromacin being the best one, aromidex being number two. And these allow you to control estrogen on cycle so that when you get to PCT, your estrogen isn't high and it doesn't get crashed either. So that's, I think, one of the big things that a lot of guys have made mistakes with over the years because they're listening to these I'm going to say idiots, I think is the correct term to use on uh, social media or are listening to these uh, fake doctors on social media they, that they're like, oh, I'm doctor, blah, 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 blah. And he looked it up and they're like some doctor, they're like a fucking ass doctor or something, a hemorrhoid doctor. And they're giving steroid advice. You know, they're not even a real doctor or they are a lawyer doctor or something. Master knows what I'm talking about on that one. Look, at the end of the day, we know the blood work. We can see the blood work. It's right there in black and white. If you go into cycle with high estrogen, it's going to make it much more difficult to recover. And if you go into cycle crashing your estrogen, you're going to feel like crap. So we got to balance it out. So that's number one. Balance your estrogen. That's a very, very, very important tip. The second mistake guys are doing, and again, now this is more of the meathead crowd, and this is more of the anti-aging clinic crowd pushing mimicking hormones, LH mimicking hormones in the body ahead of PCT or in PCT. And that would be ACG, pregnant. And listen, ACG was never designed for men. It was never designed for male fertility. It's a, it was, it's a, basically what ACG is. It was designed for female fertility, not for male fertility. Now, does it help with male fertility? In some situations, it can. But when you're coming off of your cycle, you do not want to use mimicking hormones because when you use mimicking hormones, they signal certain things in your body, specifically certain things in your HPTA. In this case, ACG would actually signal your pituitary glands to not produce hormones. And going into PCT is not the time to signal your pituitary glands to not produce hormones. It is the worst time to signal your pituitary glands not to use hormones. So why do you guys recommend ACG going on PCT? Because when you use ACG, because you are mimicking hormones, you will notice your latex cells, your balls get bigger. They get plump, okay? Your libido might go up. Your mood might, might, might improve. These are the type of things you realize. So you're like, wow, I feel so much better on ACG. Yeah, no shit. It's because you're running a hormone. It would be the same logic as running testosterone in PCT. 
yeah, I feel great running testosterone and PCT. <laughs> of course you do. It's hormones. We have to get off the mimicking hormones in our body if our own body is ever going to recover. So what you're going to do if you use ACG or if you use testosterone or if you use any other hormone, a mimicking hormone or any ex other exogenous hormone, you're going to signal your pituitary glands to not start producing hormones. So you're just delaying your recovery. Will you feel better on HCG and PCT? Yes, probably a 90% chance you will, but you're also going to delay your recovery and you're also going to run the risk of overlapping your cycle where you turn a 12-week cycle into a 15 or 20-week cycle because you're using ACG. ACG is just extending your cycle. That's all it is. At some point, you're going to have to come off. And at some point, your own body is going to have to start producing its own hormones. So that's a huge mistake that I see guys making. And Rich Piana was the one who really popularized the ACG. If you pull up a video where he's talking about it, it's got millions of views, Mobster. So he was responsible for fucking up so many people's um, HPTA over the years, and he continues to do it. So unfortunately, that's how it is, and many more people will fuck themselves up. But we also see other people who've been around a long time recommending it out of ignorance because they don't understand how these things work. And then when you really find out what these guys are doing you find out mobster what do you what do you find out mobster they're all on trt you see so how did that work for them how did that work for them it's like the guy you work with who always brags about how many girls he gets and then you never see him with a girl so how's all your brilliant advice working out for you it's not working out very good because you yourself are on trt so, yeah, I wouldn't listen to someone who is on TRT who's giving PCT advice because obviously they fucked up. OK, they fucked up themselves. Go ahead, Monster. I'm just thinking of uh, one of Rich Piano's videos that sticks in my mind, Steve. And I think it was to do with <laughs> I love these podcasts, cock size versus bull size. And I think he said something like and it's just one of those kind of lines that sticks in your mind and maybe appeal to some proportion of the audience. And heck, I was watching the video, so I may be part of the audience too. And I think it was something to do with testicle size versus cock size. And it was something like, I don't mind if my testicles shrink because it makes my cock look bigger. It's hanging down past my balls. That's always a good thing. In reality, of course, and, you know, rest in peace, Rich. But in reality, Rich was on 24-7, 365. His psyche, his whatever. And listen, Steve and I are no different in that regards. Otherwise, we would be using PEDs ourselves. But his psyche was probably even more tied up with how he looked and how he responded and how people reacted to him than ours is. And again, most of our listeners, you know, uh, would would you want to look like Rich? You say yes, but in reality, no. So 90% of you want to tone up, want to look good, want to recover, want to be healthy. And that's the reason why you're listening. So someone like Rich is also is an outlier. And I touched on this earlier on, Steve. And again, if you say sometimes you ask the right questions, as you said already, you'll find someone that's on TRT. So an outlier would be a person who, for example, and I might even include myself, Steve's never needed to use high doses. An outlier, and I can think of one example on our forums, who's never used an AI and has actually got blood tests to prove that they've had this and that and the other as well. 
the classic example is uh, you're not using an ion cycle because it reduces your gains. That was a bro science thing for many years. And again, that might have been true of a very small percentage, five, maybe 10%, probably less. But if the, the average listener isn't part of that group, if, if they was, they'd be 300 pounds in a purpose and brief up on stage, vascular as fuck already. And the average person in the street that trains, that works out and so on and so forth is not. So you shouldn't take advice based on the experience of someone who's an absolute freak of freaks when it comes to how their body responded to certain particular scenarios. And whether that's high dose of cycle, whether that's a lack of PCT, whether that's not using an AI and so on and so forth. And again, we could get into with Rich is a good example, being a, a, a risk taker, something like that as well, Steve. So, yeah, I mean, there you go, guys. That's, listen, we could talk about the mistakes on cycle for age, absolutely ages. Uh, what about ideas of how to run a PCC better? I would touch on a couple, Steve, and I mentioned these already. Number one, try to keep your diet post-cycle as healthy as possible because one of the reasons you felt so goddamn good on cycle is that you was eating healthy. You were measuring your foods, you was eating lean meats, you was eating more vegetables, you was counting your calories, uh, your vitamin intake was on point, you was taking fish oils, and so on and so forth. So try to keep as much of that in the post-cycle as possible because that's going to make you feel good, it's going to make you feel healthy. You're also aiding, as we're talking about today, your body's ability to recover after uh, smashing and suppressing your test own natural testosterone levels. Training again is another example. And I'll give you one very simple tip that I do, guys. If I go on cycle, I hit a peak of strength typically because that's what I'm aiming for. I deliberately don't try to maintain that strength at that level off cycle. I will change my training. I will still hit the training hard. I will still try to stimulate growth or size or strength or whatever else, but I'll do it in a different way. So it doesn't fuck with my head that I can't bench 190 or 200 kilos or whatever, like I did just a couple of weeks ago. That That's a thing right there. But also, I keep my training on point. I don't slack off just because I've come off cycle. So those are simple things. The obvious stuff that we're talking about today specifically is using testosterone boosters. There's actually an argument to be made, Steve, like HG Generate on cycle. Funny enough, ironically, for the testosterone boosting, uh, the, the, the ball size increment, but also because you're using, and we're going to get into the ingredients specifically, products or ingredients in the products in a good testosterone booster, which enable your body to stay healthy, to give your uh, hepta as every possible chance to recover by giving it the ingredients, you know, giving it everything that it needs, and ultimately stay from the best possible sources. So what's your thoughts on best ideas for a full recovery in PCT, including HG Generate? Yeah, and that's that also ties into the last topic of mistakes. And that's actually not only a mistake not using a testosterone booster, but it's also a mistake on the flip side. And it's also a huge advantage. And that's actually the best thing you can do in PCD is use a natural testosterone booster because what happens is when you are using in PCT, a SERM, selective estrogen receptor modulator, what are you doing when you use a SERM? You are blocking estrogen from feedbacking into the pituitary glands. And that is a good thing because it manipulates your pituitary glands into producing more LH and FSH. But it's not a good thing 
And that remember how I talked about estrogen, you don't get those estrogen effects in the body. And we need estrogen as men. So a lot of times what happens is people, they'll run the CIRMs, the Clomid and the Novadex, and then they won't run a testosterone booster with it. And then they'll come back and complain, Novadex and Clomid make me feel like crap. Novadex and Clomid are crappy uh, drugs. We've seen this over the years with guys who said that. So they give up on PCT and again, they go on TRT. And they hate Clomid, they hate Novadex. Well, it's not because Clomid and Novadex are bad drugs. It's because you're not running them correctly. You're the one who's at fault, not the drugs. So first off, they run the CIRMs too much. Second off, they don't run a testosterone booster with it. There's a balance to this. You've got to be balanced. You've got to run the CIRMs at a moderate to low dose. And then you've got to run the crap out of these testosterone boosters as well. AC Generate, great testosterone booster. And we're going to get into what's in AC Generate in a second. But if you don't balance that and you don't run something that's a natural testosterone booster with those CIRMs, you're going to feel like shit in PCT. That's just a fact. All right. So it's very, very important to do that. That's the number one tip that you can do in PCT. You've got to balance it out. Because these drugs do things in the body to affect what goes on, not just in your HBTA, in your body, but also in your brain. So all this has an effect, guys. Everything you do has a cause and an effect. If you're blocking estrogen from feedback in your pituitary glands, it's going to have a side effect. It's going to have other effects with the way your brain functions, with other things, Okay. We've seen guys with, who run Clomid be weeping babies on Clomid. We've seen people run Novadex who who can't get their dick up. They can't. They they have no libido on it. All right, it happens all the time. Just Google it. Google the stories. Google the threads, and you'll see it. But what did they all do wrong? They didn't run a good quality testosterone booster with it. So that's on them. It's not the Clomid and Novadex fault. So that's what you got to do. You got to run a good testosterone booster. And AC Generate is a damn good testosterone booster, Mobster. It's got eight ingredients in it. Uh, touch on that a bit. And then we need to get into these ingredients, man, because these are some tremendous ingredients that they put in this formula. Let me give you, I'm actually going to talk about one of the ingredients, but one of the things that sometimes happens when you come off cycle the difference between before, during, and after, Steve, is the frequency of sex, okay? And, and, and a lot of guys, I think even myself recently, using a very low-dose product with uh, Tread included, has noticed a small increment in my, 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 my desire to have sex, okay? So if you're on cycle, and perhaps I should hope that you're talking to the girlfriend or partner about what you're doing, but if you're not, they suddenly notice that your virility, your desire to have sex has gone up. And then when you come off cycle, there's a crash. And so your virility and your desire to have sex drops. And this is noticeable. Did I suddenly become less attractive? Why was you shagging the fucking ass off me seven days a week last week? And two weeks later, three weeks later, we're down to once a week. And you don't seem interested and so on. So there's an obvious analogy there. Now, one of the ingredients, and I've told this story before, that's included in HG Generate is zinc, seven milligrams. And uh, I've talked, I'm going to get into some of the ingredients with Steve when we talk about the source and the, the potency and the standardization and so on and so forth. I don't want to go too deep on that because we've done it on other podcasts. 
But as a great example, I've told this story before, how great is zinc when it comes to what we're talking about a day? So the story is thus. If you take three to five milligrams a day, it's quite good for skin repair, for muscle recovery, so on and so forth. But it also has a mild, because we're talking about combination of injuries here, a mild effect in testosterone boosting. But one of the tricks, and I told a couple of buddies this, we went away and uh, it was 100% true, is that you, if you've never taken it before, you double or triple up for three, two, three days, Steve. And your body goes, what? And suddenly overproduces a little bit more than normal volume of sperm or the fluid, seminal fluid, not the actual sperm, the seminal fluid. So your ejaculate, so to speak, is increased. There are other tricks that porn stars do, but this is one of those tricks. And the particular two fellas at the time, and I was probably around the same age, it was the old Saturday night Johnny Steve going to town, finding himself pulling in a nightclub, taking a girlfriend home, the, the new that night only girlfriend, and uh, performing, shall we say, and surprising both themselves with their girlfriend with the amount of seminal fluid that they produced. Come back on Monday morning, what the fuck, Steve? And so on and so forth is that kind of conversation. So that's just how much of a simple, relatively cheap, available in your food ingredient can have on your body. Now, there's an awful lot of guys out, and maybe one or two of the ladies that are hanging around those guys going, yeah, that sounds very interesting, Steve. And that's just one of the ingredients. Let me give you another. Bulgarian tribulus, and I always like to get this name right properly, Steve. Terrestris, I'm probably saying that wrong, guys, 500 milligrams. So what have I said in other shows? You need the standardized product. You need the company, like Need to Build Muscle, to buy the proper part of the plant. And we've touched on this on other shows when we talked about the leaf, the stem, the fruit, the root, and so on and so forth. It's no good, for example, if all of the benefits are in the leaf and the company sells you the roots. It's no good if the quality of leaf in an example like this, Steve, is poor when only the good quality leaf contains the, the, good, the good ingredients, the active ingredient that we're looking for. And even better, Steve, you want standardization. Some of these ingredients, and we could talk about the history of perhaps another show, have come from all over the world. In this particular case, the Bulgarian version was the best version. It was a version that came up in test 20-something years ago, Steve, when the studies first started to come out, when the Bulgarian athletes were seeing the response and so on. Other versions wasn't as potent, especially at the time. Other versions, and again, for scientific study purposes, they needed a standardized. They needed to know that every single time they got an ingredient from the company that was producing it for them, sending it for them to use in a study, it was of a certain minimum level of percentage of active ingredient. So this is super, super important. Talk about a couple of more of the ingredients, Steve. So one of the ingredients that they've added to the formula over the past uh, few years, they're always improving on AC Generate, but the, the main ingredients have stayed the same. But boron, I got to talk about too, because boron is a regulator of sex hormones, also it's a preventer of vitamin D deficiency. So if you're not getting your vitamins you know, properly and you're not getting your minerals, you're screwed. Another one, vitamin E that it has. Vitamin E is actually one of the few things out there that has been shown in high quality studies to actually boost fertility in men. Did you know that? You cannot produce fertility as a man if you don't have proper vitamin E. So that's an ingredient. Zinc, zinc, if you don't have zinc in your body, 
you cannot produce testosterone. Forget it. That's like the number one thing. thing. No zinc in the body, no testosterone. One of the reasons why we have so much problems out there with testosterone levels, obviously, we you know, talk about on this podcast, Mobster and I all the time, you know, the climate change, environmental damage that we're doing to our planet is causing these testosterone issues. But one of the environmental damages is the lack of nutrition in our soil. So when you eat something or when the animal that you eat is eating something and there's not enough minerals and vitamins in those foods, what do you think happens? You're not getting it. You're also, your body becomes so sick and toxic that it's not able to absorb those vitamins. So zinc and vitamin E are necessary. And this is a great additions to this formula mobster because one of the reasons why we don't have good testosterone levels is we don't have zinc in our system because of all the processed foods we're eating and our environmental damage. So what, you know, you got, you got to supplement with it. Even if you're eating your, your, your veggies and, and your good quality foods to get that zinc, it's still not going to do it. It's still not enough. Um, so what happens is, especially if you ever get blood work done, you test your LH levels, which are going to be crashed going into PCT. Zinc actually boosts LH levels. So that's a huge, huge thing to add. Tonkat Ali, let's talk about this one. Because Tonkat Ali is a very, very important supplement that they added to the formula. And look, it's been used in Southeast Asia as an aphrodisiac. It's great for libido. Um, look, the MIT even patented um, a water extract version because they wanted this stuff so bad. Look, sexual dysfunction, male infertility, these are things that are in the taints when you're coming off a cycle. All of you who are listening to this, who have run cycles before and who have not run proper PCTs or have not run PCTs know what I'm talking about. Your libido crashes. So Tonkat Elite is a great addition to this formula because it's going to make you feel good. All right. It's going to make you feel like a man in PCT. It's going to make you want to smash the weights. All right. And that's how it is. That's how it should be. And then, you know, as Mobster mentioned, you got the Tribulus, the Fenugreek, the Fidogia, the 3,4-Devanol, um, you know, stinging nettle root. This is very important because it seeks out sex hormone binding globin in the body, SHBG. We talk about SHBG on this podcast more than any other podcast out there, Mobster, because SHBG is that wall, all right, is that wall we as human beings have put into place by nature as a survival mechanism. And it prevents us from getting too strong and too muscular, okay? It's a survival mechanism, right? Well, when you run anabolic steroids, it tears down that wall. The SHBG gets torn down. So you're able to push yourself past your plateaus where you wouldn't be able to before, right? So when you're in PCT, that's the best thing you can do to keep your gains, right? Because if that wall gets, once those steroids out of your system, you don't have that wall taken down anymore. Now that wall is back up. So what do you think is going to happen as soon as you get into PCT and the SHBG goes back up in your body? What do you think is going to happen to your strength? It's going to crash. What do you think is going to happen to that muscle you put on? It's going to crash. 
So 3-4-Demanol is a very, very important product, uh, singing nettle root, very, very important supplement added to this formula to help keep your muscle and keep your strength in PCT. Other testosterone boosters don't have this. They don't. So you can run other testosterone boosters on the market, Mobster, that have a bunch of the other stuff that we've talked about. And yeah, you'll get your testosterone. You'll, you'll, you'll feel better. You'll, you'll, your libido will go up. That's, that's all fine and dandy. And hell, you can even pop some Viagra and Cialis too to make you hard to, to solve your erect, erectile issues. But deep down, without this 3-4 Devinol and the way that AC Generate is constructed with the synergy and the quality, as Mobster said, you've got to use the active compound of stinging lentil root with 3-4 Devinol. Otherwise, it's useless. So in this formula, it's not only going to do all the other stuff that all these other testosterone boosters are going to do, but it's going to go a step further. It's going to actually help you keep your muscle and help keep your strength by binding to the SHBG. It's also going to increase your free testosterone in your body. That's what counts, not total testosterone. So you could have 800 nanograms per deciliter total testosterone, but your free testosterone could be in the dumps. Okay, well, this stuff is going to free that up. Instead of getting a 15% ratio, you'll get a 20 or 25% ratio. That's a huge, that's a huge advantage going into PCT because now you will feel that extra effects, even if your testosterone levels don't bounce back for a while. It could take four weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks, 16 weeks for your testosterone boost uh, levels to bounce back fully. And that's pretty normal depending on what you ran. Remember, I said twice as long as you run. So if you ran a 12-week cycle, you need to give it 20, 24 weeks. But in the meantime, when you're on AC Generate, because of these ingredients and because of 3,4-Devanol, your free testosterone will be humming along very, very much. So once, So as your total testosterone starts recovering, even if it's at four or 500 and you want to get it to six or 700 to be back to your baseline, it's still going to make your free testosterone higher, twice as much as it normally would. So you're going to be getting the amount of testosterone that you had before, even though your total testosterone hasn't recovered yet. Because remember, free testosterone, you have free testosterone and total testosterone. You have bound testosterone and unbound testosterone. So the free testosterone is what counts. That's what counts in the body. It doesn't matter where your total testosterone levels are. So that's how this formula was put together brilliantly, brilliantly. And that's one of the reasons they added it to this. I love it. I love it personally. Go ahead, Mobster. So here's, a, here's my little guys, and I've said this before, doing your own research, right? I'm looking at the ingredient label on the company website right now. And there are some products that claim to be comparable. And occasionally members will ask, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? Oh, but this product's got this in and so on and so forth. So I said this earlier on, I want you to do this again. Has it got the right part of the plant? So for example, Bedosia seed stem, fenugreek seed. Is the standardized minimum extract in the free four? I can't even begin to pronounce the word you used earlier on, Steve. It's a standardized 95% stinging nettle extract. The tribulus is a standardized minimum 45% from the fruit, and so on. A ratio, Tonga, is 100 to 1. 
You need, and then again, there's dose dependency, Steve. The company themselves point out that some testosterone boosting products have like 20 milligrams of uh, the high quality tribulus versus 500 milligrams. So, you guys, there are products out there that look on paper, very quick look over look, that they're as good. And then you go, hang on, the dosages are wrong. The product is not as a high of a standardization, it's the wrong part of the plant. It's not even coming from the right part of the world, where it's under ideal conditions, it's produced in this place as opposed to this place, dry versus wet, and so on and so forth. It sounds like a silly thing, but if you went to the supermarket, guys, and you only sold green bananas and you wanted yellow bananas, or or you knew that a particular thing that you bought were coming from one part of the world was absolutely amazing, and another country was producing something similar because they could, but it wasn't to your flavor, it wasn't to your taste, it didn't make your food taste as amazing, you wouldn't buy it. Here we're talking about something, and again, I touched on that stuff earlier on, the male psychology, where you want the best possible chance of getting everything back to where it's supposed to be after a cycle. And in order to do that, don't skimp out on ingredients. Don't skimp out on product. Don't skimp out on extracts. Make sure the product's on point. And if it's that little bit expensive, I remind people on this, Steve, because I don't actually think it's, this is that expensive. Because a lot of you will spend $1,000 on cycle and then complain and bitch about spending $60, $80 on a testosterone booster after cycle to help you recover. For me, Steve, it's a must and it should be included in the overall kind of numbers. Uh, right, listen, guys, ultimately, podcast today is about helping you to make the fewest mistakes you possibly can in PCT, to address those mistakes that you're already making, take them off the table and to give you the best possible chance to keep your gains, keep your strength, keep some of that look, and make you feel as good as you possibly can without resorting to more drugs and more hormones and more everything else, and give you a half an eye on the length of the cycle. One more point, and Steve just let me know this while we're talking, heart health. And I've actually, something caught my eye earlier on, Steve, with regards to cholesterol. One of the ingredients is great with cholesterol. So, again, uh, what, what are testosterone products that steroids made from? They're made from a form of cholesterol. That's what actually makes them in there. And sometimes when we're running anabolics, we're not actually making our body as healthy as it possibly can. We mess with our blood pressure. We're, we're causing possible damage on our organs, which is why we use organ protectors, liver, kidneys, processing of the blood, et cetera, et cetera, when we're on cycle. And of course, we're trying to stress the body and create an anabolic environment to boost muscle size get stronger and so on and so forth. So all of the kind of podcasts that we do is about the long-term health. So heart health, lung health, organ health, full recovery from PCT. As always, guys, I want to hear your thoughts on PCT. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Do you think there's something else we should be talking about when it comes to PCT? Are you an outlier? Do you not have to use a testosterone booster or actually are you a typical listener and you do need one? And the advice we're giving you today is great. You let us know. So that's what we're all about all the time, Steve. Please note, we are not doctors and the opinions are ours. It's our view and based on our experience and views on the topic, a podcast for informational purposes and entertainment only. The freedom of speech and the First Amendment applies.